The Morning Brew is brought to you by West Rock Coffee. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Well, I think we all uh, figured, Mark, that the Avs, after submitting a stinker on the road the other night in Winnipeg, would uh, bounce back. And they did, although it was uh, a little bit, I think, harder than expected. Buffalo, Buffalo Sabres. Uh, have uh, long been an NHL doormat, but they're, they're starting to improve. They're starting to turn things around. And uh, they gave the Avs a battle, but the Avs escape and get away with the 6-4 to four win. Jared Bednar talking about uh, Georgiev's performance between the pipes. I liked our 5-on-5 five five game tonight. I mean, it wasn't perfect. Obviously, we made the mistake right away off the rush attack goal where they went in and had the 2-on-1, gave them an easy one. That's a, you know, mental mistake on routine rush coverage that I don't love. We had a couple other breakdowns, but guys played hard, defended hard. For the most part, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, he been talking about 5-on-5. Five five. It's funny, the power of the Mile High Hockey podcast, myself and Matt Smith, Chopping mm-hmm. it up yesterday, and the podcast was dropped yesterday. And in it, we both discussed how JT Comfer had been off to a really slow start and a disappointment with only one goal through the first uh, 20 games of the season, and that he needed to pick up his performance. Word of us critiquing and criticizing JT Comfer must have made his way to Buffalo because oh, yeah. he had two goals and two assists last night. Best sure. game of the season. Wow. Hey, man. Hey, listen, the power that you, what's the word, wield? Is that the right word? You wield, yes. 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 The power that you wield. I mean, you talked to Adam Schefter about the Buffalo Bills moving their game to Detroit. Boom, it happens several hours later. Correct. You drop the podcast. <laughs> yes, you drop the podcast. And what happens? Instantly, conference scores some goal. Yep. I mean, it just is. You understand. Pretty amazing. Why I must always remind myself to use my powers for good. Yes. Because they're that powerful. And if I'm not careful, they could get, uh, well, I could, be, I could be brought over to the dark side. Yeah, too much. Who, who, what, what's the line from Spider-Man? To whom much is given, much <laughs> is expected. expected. <laughs> That's how I view my power. And uh, luckily, I wielded it for good and for JT Comfer. Next on the Morning Brew. Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, what a week it's been for Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, yeah. He talked about accountability the other day, how he demands it. Mm. And he was asked if he treats players getting personal fouls different than regular penalties. Along December, <laughs> he intro music. Make sure uh, you know it's, it's an emotional game. Uh, the guys are uh, going out there; they're competing as hard as they possibly can in the right way, the legal way. And uh, sometimes things happen. You know, people get chippy at times, and um, we don't want them to lose their dog within them. Um, but we have to be sure we constrain ourselves as much as we possibly can. Ah, can you still maintain your dog doggedness? Mm-hmm. And still avoid costly fifteen-yard personal uh, unsportsmanlike penalties. Can you can you do the can you do both? Can you maintain discipline yet still maintain that dog in you? Yeah, I mean that's there's yeah you could definitely if you're smart you can do it. Um, but you got to it's got to be something. It, it can't be it can't be one of those things that's talked about after the fact, Mike. 
It's got to be, it's like everything else. It's got to be coached on a daily basis. It's got to be talked about. It's got to be reviewed. Um, and, it, and it's one of those things where, you know, there is still in this league, there is still, just like it was in, in, in my time, uh, frontier justice. And you have to talk about, hey, when somebody gets you, you know, take a mental note. All right, that's how that's how it's going to be, and I'm going to get you. Um, but I'm going to get you within you know the the seven seconds of the play, and it may be three plays from now, maybe a quarter from now. But I'm going to get you, and just put a tally sheet together in your mind, and keep it back there. And then you know when the time comes, and it's appropriate, and it's within the um, context of the play, then you're going to get them, guy. And, and and you got to think that way. And that's got to be talked about. In my time here in Denver, it was talked about every, just about every day. Yeah, personal fouls bother me a lot more than just regular penalties. Regular penalties, they're usually, they're, they're physical penalties. You get beat, whatever. You have to reach out. You have to grab. Okay. Personal fouls or trash talking, unsportsmanlike, that to me is a, a complete lack of discipline. And when I see a team racking up those kind of penalties, it tells me right away they're not coached properly. Well, well it's yeah. just, it just, it, it just the way it is. And, it's, and, it's more than a lack of discipline, Mike. It's in, in many cases, it depends. Sometimes it's a lack of discipline. But the deeper issue is when it just becomes selfishness. The game is about you, and it's not about the teammates. It's not about it's not about the rest of your team. It's not about complimentary yeah. football. It's not about that. So then it becomes when it becomes epi- like an epidemic. It becomes selfishness. That's when I don't have I don't have time for you. Yeah, I think that's a great way to. But you're right. So many of those penalties they are selfish penalties. They are selfish penalties, and there's no place for that. And I'm sorry, I just I I, I disagree with Hackett there. You you can still maintain your dog. And and yet not put not put yourself in in situations where your selfishness mm-hmm. uh, affects the rest of the team. So yeah, he, he missed on that one. Next on the morning brew, Dwayne Stokes, your special teams coach. Oh, what a year it's been! Hey, our special teams continues to stink, but at least we have colorful, very uh, articulate, uh, good soundbite special teams coach. Here's another one. You smile when you get that punt that the, the, the Carolina Panthers returner fumbled, right? You smile when you get the onside kick, and then when you get the kickoff return from the 50-yard line, you're seeing Jalen, he's making these cuts, and you're like, oh, man, he's about to score. And then he doesn't protect the ball, and he fumbles it. And then you're on the sideline kind of deflated because you knew the opportunity that was there to provide positive field position for our offense. So, yes, the inconsistencies of our play does bother me a lot. We have to get to a point where we're playing consistent on all six phases. Hey, Coach, doesn't bother you as much as it bothers us. We've been watching this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like uh, this is new to Broncos country. <laughs> no. By the way, all six phases. Yeah, what are all six phases? I don't, I, I don't know. That's a new one to me. <laughs> all six phases? I would, assume, I would phases? assume it's like uh, punt coverage, punt return, kick coverage, kick return, field goal, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, I like it. so. Okay, there's kickoff cover, kickoff return, yeah, punt cover, punt return. Now we're at four. Okay, there's four, uh, and then field goal, field goal execution, and field goal block. defending. Yeah, okay. six. The six phases of specialty, right? Did we just figure that out? Did we just figure that out? I think that's wow. what he meant. I think so too. <laughs> Do we miss anything? I don't, I don't think, think we missed I anything. I don't think so. I want to get back to the question I teased uh, 
right before we went to break, this uh, ESPN report that the Broncos' plan A all along was Aaron Rodgers and that they settled for Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. How do you think it would have worked out here with Aaron Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett? Oh, remember, I think it remember, they're, I think, they're 4-8 and eight right now in Green Bay. Yeah, yeah, but th- th- again, there's a lot of things, you know. It's, Matt LaFleur. It's always it's always funny when you look at like when you look at the film and you start you start looking what they're doing um, offensively. I mean, there's there's a lot of good with, you know, a lot of receivers that are are young players, rookies and a couple old guys mixed in there. So um, I think it I think it would. I mean, I, I obviously think it would have been better here because your quarterback wouldn't have had. You know, he wouldn't have had issues with the offense that you're running because that's the offense that he runs. So there wouldn't have been the big learning curve for Aaron Rodgers. It had been for everybody else, but not for your quarterback. So I think your quarterback would have played at a much higher level than Russell Wilson is playing at. Well, that'll do it for the morning, Brooke.